It's like this glorious, juicy moment that's just between you and the mirror. And you get to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, I look so good. I don't even have to buy this thing. Oh my gosh, I'm not stuck. I'm in charge of my career. I'm in charge of my life. I'm in charge of what I do in my job. I'm in charge of how I show up in my job. If you were a confident, powerful leader who trusted herself and was so smart and so charismatic and so awesome, what might you do differently? Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here, and now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. I am so happy that you're here. My name is Jess. I am the host and creator of this podcast. I am a leadership coach for women in the nine to five space. I had a really successful career myself in the nine to five space, in the corporate space, and I created a lot of success for myself, even though I struggled with fear and insecurity and I struggled to have a voice and I struggled to believe in myself and I had so much imposter syndrome. I was able to thrive and work through those things over time. And now I dedicate all of my time to helping other women do that and helping you do that and really helping you become a powerful leader. That is what this is all about. And today I'm in part three of my, my not my three-part series, <laughs> my six-part series on confidence. And I have so much to share with you today. So today's episode is all about a topic that I call confidence 1.0 versus confidence 2.0. And before I dive into that, if you listen to part two, I think I confused Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. So I talked a lot about Snow White in part two, and I definitely meant Sleeping Beauty. So apologies about that. But today is all about confidence 1.0 versus confidence 2.0. And if you are on a journey of building confidence, you're trying to find your voice, you're trying to show up more powerfully, you're trying to take up space, you're trying to be known as like a strong, powerful, effective leader, but you haven't quite gotten there yet. This episode is going to help you. This episode is probably going to help you understand why you might not be there yet, why you're getting stuck, and what to do next in order to continue your evolution and to continue your growth. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. I want you to know that in the show notes, you can find so much good stuff. Among that good stuff is my free course called Speak Like a CEO. This is a course on executive presence. This is a course on how to speak up in a room in a way that will get you noticed, in a way that will help you come off as an authority, in a way that will help you sound like a strong, powerful leader that people gravitate towards, that people really want to listen to and pay attention to. This course is free. It is a three-part video course. I've gotten incredible feedback that it is so helpful, so impactful, so fun. So I invite you to download it. It even involves a long section in the course where I teach you about executive presence, but I do it while drinking wine because I love wine. And like, why wouldn't I do that? You know, <laughs> I, I had a thought in my head that was like, 
why would I teach executive presence while drinking wine? Why wouldn't I teach executive presence while drinking wine, right? So anyway, it's really, really fun and helpful and entertaining. And you can get it for free on my website, jessguzzitcoaching.com slash free resources. You'll also find it in the show notes. And there's all kinds of good stuff in the show notes. So take a look there. And now let's talk about Confidence 1.0 versus Confidence 2.0. I am so excited. This is such a clarifying concept. This is such a powerful concept. This is a concept that I use in my own life. This is a concept that I use with my one-on-one clients. This is a concept that you can probably start bringing into your day-to-day. So let's dive in. So here's how I want you to think about Confidence 1.0 and Confidence 2.0. Just like a 1.0 and a 2.0, like that whole idea of 1.0 versus 2.0 is like when a software developer creates an operating system or a piece of software or an app, right? There's like the 1.0 and then the 1.1 and whatever, right? So this is a play on that. And I really want us to think about that together for a minute because when software gets updated (laughs) and we go from like version 1.0 to version 2.0, it's not that version 1.0 was bad, it's just that version 2.0 is more powerful. But we can't get to version 2.0 if we don't build version 1.0. And that's kind of how this works. And that's kind of how Confidence 1.0 and 2.0 work in my mind. So I think of Confidence 1.0 as the foundational first steps of building confidence. And I think about Confidence 2.0 as that next level, those next more complicated steps that might be a little bit better and a little bit more effective than Confidence 1.0, but just like the operating system, just like the software, we can't build 2.0 off of 0.0, right? We need Confidence 1.0 before we can get to Confidence 2.0. So let me explain to you what they are. I'll start by explaining to you what they have in common. So both 1.0 and 2.0 are acts of confidence. They are you acting from a braver place, a bolder place, a strong place, a place where you feel a feeling inside you, a feeling strong and powerful, or you have a voice inside you that says, of course you can do this, or oh my gosh, you're so much better at this than you're giving yourself credit for, or of course you can handle this hard thing, or of course you have more inside you to give, right? Both of them involve you hearing that, feeling that, and acting from that place, that place of like greatness, that place of like not being in your pattern of smallness, but that place of like acting from the leader who you know you really are and the leader that you are becoming. So both Confidence 1.0 and 2.0 really represent acting from that elevated place. And I'm going to give examples throughout this, so I'll help you envision what this looks like. Okay, now the difference between 1.0 and 2.0 is that confidence 1.0 are confident actions that do not involve a lot of downside or a lot of risk. So you might be showing up bigger, leaning in more, doing something you haven't done before, acting braver, but in a context or a situation 
where there's not a lot of downside. No one can say no. No one can reject you. The chances that people are judging you aren't very high. That is confidence 1.0. Confidence 2.0 is when you take confident action, but you do so in an environment or a context or a setting where you might get rejected. People might have thoughts about you. Someone might say no. Someone might judge you. So what they have in common is that in both of them, you're doing something new. You're stepping out of that comfort zone. You're acting from that bigger place. But in confidence 1.0, you're not taking on as much downside risk, whereas in confidence 2.0, Not only are you taking bold action, not only are you acting in a way that's new and unfamiliar, but you are also acting in a way that is new and unfamiliar in a setting where you are going to be exposed to failure or rejection or someone's judgment or someone saying no. And as you can imagine, those are very different experiences. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk you through examples of each of these of confidence 1.0 versus confidence 2.0 so you can get a feel for like what they are because as I talk about them you are probably going to start being able to imagine your own life your own career your own job your own situation and start seeing where there's confidence 1.0 opportunities versus confidence 2.0 opportunities then once I have walked you through the examples I'm going to continue to help you understand the difference between them. And I'm going to talk about how they relate to each other on your confidence building journey. Because just like the operating systems, they build on each other. So we don't want to skip straight to confidence 2.0, right? We can't skip operating version (laughs) 1.0. And even though 1.0 is never the best version, right, we have to make it to get something better. And I think that's so important because I think so often when we're growing and we're creating that new operating system of ourselves and our professional evolution, we want to go fast and we want to skip the not fun parts. And we don't ever want it to feel wonky or bad or not great. But this is such an important reminder that when you have the patience to allow your growth to really unfold in steps and build upon itself, what you create, what you build is so much more sustainable. I mean, think about software with like this idea of 1.0 versus 2.0. Imagine how many more bugs and problems there would be in the software if a bunch of software engineers just tried to build the most complex version before building the simple version, right? They build the simple version first and then that has a ton of bugs And then they find them and they fix them and they improve them and then they're ready for the next version, right? And it's the same with confidence. We really need to give ourselves time and space to work out the bugs. And I'm laughing. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you know that when I laugh, it means I'm laughing at myself and laughing at like thinking of me in my life working out quote unquote bugs. Like there is something... I don't know, maybe I have a sick sense of humor, I don't know, but there is something like weirdly humorous about reflecting on our struggles and like reflecting on these moments and like thinking about them as bugs. It's like, oh, poor Jess, 
she had a lot of bugs in her operating system and still do, still plenty of bugs, right? But something about that is just making me laugh. But anyway, we need to surface those bugs and work through them so that we can create this smoother operating system. And I almost think of confidence as an operating system, as like this smooth, stable, well-running piece of software. And the reason it runs well is because you've gone through so many iterations of it. You've worked through the bugs. You've been through the 1.0 version, right? And so, you know, and even though this is just 1.0 versus 2.0, our confidence journey evolves forever. It never ends. We're never done. We always have more to go. But with that, I'm getting a little rambly, so I'm going to now go into examples of the difference between confidence 1.0 and confidence 2.0. So I'm going to run you through a few different examples so that you can understand the difference and start to really apply this to your own situation. So as a reminder, confidence 1.0 is when you take new brave action, but not in a way where you face judgment or rejection. And confidence 2.0 is where you take new brave action in a way where you do face judgment or rejection or someone could say no. So here are some examples. Confidence 1.0 would equal doing better work so that you can get a promotion. So trying to really elevate your thinking and elevating your performance at work so that you can get promoted would be confidence 1.0. Confidence 2.0 would be asking for a promotion. Do you see the difference? They both require bold action. They both require you to step up as a strong, confident, mature leader. But when you're just doing really good work and hoping and wishing for the promotion, you don't risk rejection. You haven't made yourself vulnerable versus confidence 2.0 when you straight up ask for the thing that you want. You're risking rejection. You're risking a no. You're making yourself vulnerable. That's another example. This second example is a really interesting one. And this is one that I've been through a lot of cycles of myself, and this is one that my clients experience. Confidence 1.0 is taking the action of signing up to work with a coach. Confidence 2.0 is the work that you do with the coach, because inevitably when you start working with a coach, you begin taking steps out of your comfort zone and you begin taking brave action that you weren't taking before. So hiring a coach is this bold, exciting thing, but you haven't really put yourself out there until you get to work and then you start finding the places in your career and in your life where you're showing up small and you start taking risks and taking chances and strategically stepping outside of your comfort zone. That would be confidence 2.0. Here's another example. Confidence 1.0 would be deciding that you want a new role and browsing jobs. Confidence 2.0 would be applying for a job that you're not 100% qualified for. Again, both times you're taking action, but it's not until you put yourself out there where you might get rejected that you've moved into confidence 2.0. Here's one last example. Confidence 1.0 would be speaking with more confidence and greater executive presence when it is your turn to speak in a meeting. So it's your turn to speak and you're like, all right, I'm going to show up big. I'm really going to deliver this time. That would be confidence 1.0. Confidence 2.0 
would be speaking when it's not your turn, speaking when you're not the expert, speaking when you're not sure if your idea is right or good or perfect, speaking when it's not your meeting, right? When it's not your turn to speak, when it's not your, you know, your area of expertise, when it's not your meeting, then you're putting yourself more at risk when you decide to speak up versus when you know you have to speak up, you know it's your turn, you know you're gonna get called on and you're like, okay, I'm gonna be more confident. Again, both of those examples and in all of these with the 1.0 and the 2.0, they're both like this new, awesome, amazing, brave action, but it is not until you move out of 1.0 and into 2.0 that you've made yourself vulnerable and you're risking rejection and you're risking someone saying no and you're risking judging you. And this is really, really important for you to think about and understand in your confidence building journey. Because 1.0 and 2.0 are both really important. They relate to each other in really specific ways. And if you're like I was in like when I started my corporate um, life and like started my first job, I was severely lacking in confidence. Like I was starting from zero, right? If you're how I was, I do not suggest going straight to confidence 2.0. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that you can make is to try to rush past confidence 1.0. And so the first thing that I want to share with you is that confidence 1.0 is like this beautiful starting ground. It's like this beautiful playground to practice in and start to have those quick wins and start to show yourself that you can do it. You can change. You are not stuck. It is such a beautiful place to do that because you get to change your behavior and try new things and step out of your comfort zone, but in a way that doesn't overwhelm you because you're not making yourself highly vulnerable. And the incredible thing about Confidence 1.0 is like there are opportunities to do this all day, every day. Just take any activity that you already do and just ask yourself, how would I do this if I thought that I was like badass, right? How would I write this email? How would I kick off this meeting that I usually run every week? How would I make small talk with this person, right? What would I do next in this project? Just take all of the things you already do and ask yourself if you were a confident, powerful leader who trusted herself and was so smart and so charismatic and so awesome, what might you do differently? And you will get all of your answers for Confidence 1.0. And Confidence 1.0 is fun. It's fun in the same way as like going to a store and like trying on a bunch of clothes that like you know you're secretly probably not going to buy, but you're just like, I just want to see how this looks on me, right? Like you see a dress and you're like, oh, like that's a little out there and I'm probably not going to buy it, but I just like really want to see what it looks like, right? Like there's something so fun in that because you're like, oh, I get to put this on and have this experience in the dressing room. No one's watching, right? That's what confidence 1.0 is like. You're trying on this new version of yourself. It's fun, it's good, it's exciting, and you don't even have to buy it. You get to do it in the dressing room all by yourself. It's like this glorious, juicy moment that's just between you and the mirror. And you get to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, I look so good, and I don't even have to buy this thing. So it's like this low-risk way 
to build yourself up. It's this beautiful way to start becoming this version of you that takes more actions, that thinks more deeply, that trusts herself more, that is more alive, is more playful, is more engaged, right? Confidence 1.0 is a fertile ground to begin your confidence building journey and eventually prepare you for confidence 2.0. Confidence 2.0 is when you take an action that is exposing yourself to that risk, to that vulnerability. And what inevitably happens is you do enough confidence 1.0 You start showing up a bit more. You start taking new action. You start really leaning into and trying on that version of you who is more confident and things start to shift. You start to feel yourself change. You start to feel that momentum and you really start to see like, oh my gosh, I'm not stuck. I'm in charge of my career. I'm in charge of my life. I'm in charge of what I do in my job. I'm in charge of how I show up in my job. And all of a sudden, your brain starts to open up to all these possibilities. And you're like, wait a minute, like, where are all the other areas where I'm thinking that I have no control and I'm thinking that I'm stuck, but really, there's more I can do. Really, it is in my control. Really, I can change how I'm acting and how I'm showing up. And that's when you start to identify the places that are confidence 2.0, the places where you could try on a more confident action, but you may be exposed to rejection, or it may feel like people might be judging you, or it may feel really, really hard. And what I think is so important is that when we venture from confidence 1.0 out into confidence 2.0, we have to do so thoughtfully. So in my life, like in my own life of building my own confidence and being on my own journey, where like I am just on this journey of like continually strengthening myself, becoming more of myself, putting myself out in the world in a bigger and bolder way. I am continuously on that journey and the way that I do it and in the way that I work with my clients, and in the philosophy that underlies all of the work that I do, I believe that we need to venture out into confidence 2.0 very thoughtfully, and very cautiously, and with a little bit of thought and strategy behind it. And I say this from my own personal experience, and knowing what has worked for me. When I am aggressively pushed to take scary action and make myself vulnerable and expose myself. And I do a lot of it at once in a really intense way. And I don't spend enough time playing in like the safe, happy confidence 1.0. If I just shove myself into aggressive confidence 2.0, I completely like swing back. The pendulum swings all the way back the other way. I get very overwhelmed. It feels awful. It feels like too much. And then I have a thought that's like, well, I'm never doing that again, right? And so this journey from 1.0 to 2.0 is really this careful choosing of as I go into this territory where I'm going to be more emotionally exposed, where I'm going to be vulnerable, where I might feel some really tough feelings as a result of doing this, right? Because I'm putting myself at risk and I don't know how it's going to go. Where is a place in my career where I both desire a change and where I actually feel ready? I feel ready 
to experience a no. I feel ready to expose myself. I feel ready to make myself vulnerable. Now, this isn't to say that confidence 2.0 always results in a bad outcome and that like when you take action from confidence 2.0, you're like the laughing stock and everyone's judging you and making fun of you and rejecting you and it's like this horrible nightmare. And that's not quite it. But for for you, the experience is still very new and unfamiliar. And regardless of how it turns out, whether you get the outcome or not, whether you get the promotion, whether people like your contribution in the meeting, right? Like whether things turn out the way you hope, you still have to live in the uncertainty of not knowing how it's going to go until it happens. And that uncertainty is a lot to hold and a lot to bear, right? And then once you do the thing, then you'll know the outcome. And usually a lot of the times when I'm working with people, it's a really good outcome. Like they take confidence 2.0 action and they get incredible support, you know, and it turns out really, really well. And it's still a little tiring after because it was new and it was different and it was something that they hadn't done before. And so with Confidence 2.0, we're really looking to build this strong foundation of Confidence 1.0 to really help you see that you are in control of your life and your career and your destiny and that you can change and you can exit your comfort zone and you can do new, exciting, powerful things. And then you get to make the choice to build upon that and venture out into this scarier territory. And when you consistently start taking action that falls into confidence 2.0, and you really start doing those things that are new and scary and you're putting yourself out there, I like to call them big moves. I just like to call it making big moves, right? Applying for jobs that you're quote unquote underqualified for talking to stakeholders explicitly about a promotion that you want, right? Like jumping in and taking more of a leadership role in like meetings and projects where maybe it's a gray area and like it's not quote unquote 100% yours, right? I just call these big moves. Like when you start making these big moves, it is a little bit like when an earthquake is happening, right? Like It's because the tectonic plates are rubbing against each other. When you start like making those confidence 2.0 moves, the plates like start rumbling (laughs) and eventually an earthquake happens. And when I say earthquake, I mean the best possible kind of earthquake. You start getting noticed, you start getting seen, your reputation gets stronger, you get the promotion faster. All of these actions, they add up, they have a result. You know, you might not always get the exact result you want from every single confidence 2.0 action that you take, right? So there will be times in your career where you apply for a job and you don't get it. You ask for a promotion, you don't get it. But here's why this is so important. When you become the kind of person who always applies and always asks and always does confidence 2.0, you move ahead and you grow and you advance so much faster 
than someone who never goes out of confidence 1.0 and into confidence 2.0, right? You have exponential growth because you're showing up for the things that you want and asking for the things that you want way more often than other people. And it is the people that are vocal, right? It is the people that ask. It is the people that show up. It is the people that dare to apply for something they're underqualified for. Like, it is those people that get the yes faster. They might not get it the first time, but they're eventually gonna get it. And you become the type of person that's not so afraid of going for something that you might not get, not so afraid of that conversation with your manager, not so gripped by that fear. When you take these actions over and over again and you learn how to strategically venture into confidence 2.0 over and over again, the most magical thing happens. The actions that used to be confidence 2.0 and used to feel so big and so hard and so stretchy and so difficult and so scary, those actions slowly get absorbed into confidence 1.0 because you've done them, you've mastered them. They aren't so scary anymore. And then all of a sudden, what is possible for you, what your career could look like, what roles are available to you, what salary you can earn, all of a sudden that all starts to expand. You blow off the limits on that because all of this stuff that you weren't willing to do that seemed so scary, you've now done it and it's fine and you can handle it. And you're like, well, now I definitely want something more. Now I definitely want the next thing because I don't even mind asking for this promotion. I'm not even worried about applying for this job. I don't have so much fear and drama and overthinking around it because I've done this before. I've been to this rodeo, right? I've been down this road before. And so the more that you take confidence 2.0 action, and like I said, I suggest doing this thoughtfully and strategically so that you don't overwhelm yourself, but the more you learn that rhythm and get into that rhythm, the more that your confidence 1.0 expands to include some of those 2.0 actions And then you are ready for your next growth. You are ready for your next thing. And your growth can continue. (laughs) You won't ever run out of professional growth or roles to grow into because you'll just keep moving up. And if you get to the top, you'll just find a bigger company. So if you are up for this journey and if you're like, yeah, heck yeah, I want to challenge myself and see what I can do and like get all the fun perks and benefits that come with becoming like a powerful leader who's on the rise then like you get to do that for as long as you want to. And I really encourage you not to buy into something that I bought into for so much of my career and so much of my life, which I like to think of as like special snowflake syndrome, which is like this idea that like, oh, everyone else can like make these changes and rise and get these roles and get these positions and have these exciting careers. Like everyone else can have that except me because I have this wrong with me and, you know, I'm different in this way and all these things. And I'm not saying that there aren't systemic inequalities, but what I am saying is I don't want you to compound any inequalities that already exist by thinking that there's some ambiguous, mysterious thing wrong with you when really there's no rollout there that you can't do. 
And like, I'm willing to go like toe to toe with you on this. So if you're listening to this and your brain's like, bullshit, she doesn't know me. I am a special snowflake. I can't do this. I am so limited. Like, send me a message. Send me a message. Let's talk about it. Because sometimes it's not as true as it feels. And we can get so caught up in our perspective and so wedded to the way that we see the world that we can't see that it's just a way we see the world and it's actually not the truth. And you know, it's hardest to see that when it's us and it's about us, but it's true. And this is why it can be so helpful to share your limiting thoughts with another human being who can hear them and say, yeah, I know that feels true to you, but it's not. So that wraps up part three, confidence 1.0 versus confidence 2.0. And for you to put this into action, I really want you to just think about where there are more opportunities for 1.0. And I encourage you to like really generously play in the playground of 1.0 until you start to feel a hankering for something more. And as you feel that hankering for something more, then I really want you to identify that like single confidence 2.0 move that you've been wanting to do forever that you just suppress or ignore or deny. And I want you to start to craft a plan to move closer towards it. And I will tell you, if you're willing to do this, it will be one of the most empowering things. Because once you take a scary action that you haven't taken before, like you are never again stuck in the lie and the false story that you can't do it, right? That's why this stuff is so powerful. It's not just because you ask for a raise once or you do a scary thing once. It's because you do it, right? And now you get to do it forever for the rest of your career. And like, you know that you can. That's why this stuff is so powerful. So that brings me to the end. I hope that you enjoyed part three. I will catch you next week for parts four, five, and six, which is super exciting. And I hope that you enjoy them. I'm going into what I call the confidence cycle. I'm talking about myths about building confidence, and I'm doing an episode on building confidence alone versus with help and support. So, so, so pumped. If you pop into the show notes, you'll find all of my information And if you are ready to get serious and to really speed up the pace at which you're building confidence and the pace at which your career is evolving, I would love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. I can help you cultivate the inner strength and that inner confidence that you need to build lasting success in your career while also working on the really, really tactical stuff. Like how do you actually make these professional outcomes happen? whether the outcomes you want are moving up faster or being a more powerful voice in a room, which, by the way, are both very strongly connected, I can help you. And I would invite you to check out my website or schedule a free intro session with me. Just check the show notes below for everything you need. And if you're thinking of working together, I suggest getting in now because my prices are going up in August. So if you reach out to me before August 1st, you get in at my old prices. I would love to meet you. It would be my honor to support you. And come join me on the interwebs. Follow me on IG. Come join the Facebook group. Again, I'll put everything below. 
That brings me to the end. This was a fun one. I'm excited to pop back in next week. Have an amazing day. I hope you can get in some good confidence 1.0 and maybe even a little bit of 2.0, depending on where you're at, depending on how the day goes, depending on a lot of things. I'm sending you all my love, all my support, and I will catch you next week. Bye.